Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. Today I want to talk to you about something that the Bible has a lot to say about, and it's family strife. You know, strife in families seems to be very prevalent today, but strife isn't something new, uh, you know, that's just relegated just for today. It dates back to the earliest days in Scripture, back to Abraham and Sarah with Hagar. Are you experiencing strife in your family today, beloved? Perhaps with a son, a daughter, daughter daughter-in-law, mother, or father? Strife for us as Christians should be avoided if possible. But we all know that in this sin-stained, sin-selfish, and sin-seeking world, the strife is sometimes difficult to avoid, even with the ones that we love dearly. The Bible forbids strife and also tells us the uh, causes of strife. And as I said earlier, strife in family started way back with our forefathers and mother, Abraham and Sarah. Now, I'm sure most of you are familiar with the story of Sarah and Hagar. Hagar, Hagar was the servant girl, in, and in those days, servants did what they were told to do. And um, I've sort of always felt sorry for Hagar and uh, Sarah because Sarah, she wanted a son. And so she talked her husband into sleeping with Hagar so she could have a son. Now, it's also interesting to note that in chapter 15 of Genesis that God told Abraham that he would have a son, but he listens to Sarah in chapter 16 to go and sleep with her maidservant. Now, we women have to be careful that we don't hinder the plans of God by manipulating our husbands. Our counsel many times can stem from selfish and wrong motives. And especially if if we are insecure, we will go to great lengths to protect ourselves. Now, this subject, though, is another devotion, and I believe a needed one, because we wives have a responsibility before God to seek his wisdom and counsel before giving counsel to our husbands. Our motives must be pure, especially if we are in ministry, for our counsel to our husbands can affect many people. Just look at the counsel that Eve gave Adam to eat of the forbidden tree. And I've often wondered if we would have all the strife in the Middle East today if Sarah would not have been so hasty in sending Hagar away, or at least maybe sending her away in a more loving manner. You know, in Genesis chapter 21, 9 and 10, we read, But Sarah saw that the son whom Hagar, the Egyptian, had borne to Abraham, and I remind you that it was at her pleading that this child was born, It says, was mocking, and she said to Abraham, Get rid of that slave woman and her son, for that slave woman's son will never share in the inheritance with my son Isaac. Now, it says that the matter distressed Abraham greatly, but God told him to listen to Sarah and send them away. 
he probably uh, knew, and I'm sure God knew, that there would have been no peace in the family had Hagar stayed. God has called us to be peacemakers, and strife in families, I'm sure, could be avoided if we, his people, were not so selfish. When a family member is offended, the book of Proverbs tells us that an offended brother is more unyielding than a fortified city and disputes are like the barred gates of a citadel. In other words, you or I, because of strife, will be barred from the offended person's life, such as with Jacob and Esau. Esau was so offended at Jacob and it was Esau's fault for selling his birthright in the first place. And yet these two brothers were separated for years because of family strife. They are, uh, uh, there are many instances throughout scripture, Joseph and his brothers, Rebecca and her daughter-in-law and David and his wife and his household. The causes of family strife are many and varied. Hatred is one of the greatest causes or jealousy and envy, contentious wives, as in Proverbs twenty-one nineteen tells us, it's better to live in a desert than with a quarrelsome and ill-tempered wife. Pride is another cause of strife. Pride breeds arguments and dissension. And Proverbs thirteen ten tells us, greed is another cause, always wanting but never satisfied with what we do get and and what we want. Second uh, Timothy. 2.24 tells us that the Lord's servant must not quarrel. Instead, he must be kind to everyone, able to teach and not resentful. Beloved, do everything you can to keep peace, to try and, and solve or talk it through, even if it means staying away for a while. Uh, sometimes that's the best way uh, to let um, strife just sort of mend itself but pray continually and ask God first and foremost to clean the areas up in your life and to use you as a peacemaker trust God with the offenses and the strife and continually walk in forgiveness even if you are not at fault God will honor you Remember, stay in the word and then stand still. Trust God to intervene instead of you intervening. And rest in his promises. Focus on what is the truth in the situation. And lastly, expect God to solve the problems in his time and in his way. And you will find that you will have peace in your home and faith to live by. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636.